This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1129, Setting Boundaries versus Giving an Ultimatum, part one, by Sarah Stanisai of prospecttherapy.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to ORD. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and here is where I provide you with some of the best relationship-building content around. The show is mostly narrations, and on Saturdays, I answer your own personal relationship questions that you send in. Being that today is a Tuesday, I'll be reading someone else's work for you. Today, we'll be hearing a post from Sarah Stanisai of Prospect Therapy. They're out of Long Beach, California. And Sarah's post covers when to set boundaries versus when to give an ultimatum. There's definitely a tipping point, And over the next two days, we will learn about it. This is a long article, so part one will be today. And I will finish it in tomorrow's episode. So with that, let's dive right into part one and optimize your life. Setting Boundaries versus Giving an Ultimatum, Part 1, by Sarah Stanisai of ProspectTherapy.com. Any person invested in their own growth will eventually question, how do I know when I'm asking for too much? Am I being fair? Am I going overboard with my boundaries now that I've finally learned how helpful they can be? If you're uncomfortable speaking up for yourself, most of your personal work, with or without therapy, has probably been learning how to set boundaries. When it comes to setting and carrying out boundaries, we want to push ourselves to grow and improve, but we also want to be accountable. This can feel like a circus act sometimes. So where is the balance between asking and demanding? What are boundaries? We've written before about how to set boundaries if you want to take a deep dive into setting them for yourself. But for a short recap, A boundary is another word for a limit. This can sound something like, I don't need to control everything. I just need to figure out my limit and then say something about it. They may feel like a set of rules you're setting for other people, but in actuality, there are limits you're setting for yourself. There can be a fine line between those two categories, which definitely takes some self-awareness to figure out. Sometimes we think we struggle with a certain environment, but really, It's only a few qualities of that environment we can't stand. The best way to think about it without feeling guilty is by saying, the boundary isn't about the other person, it's about me. As we grow and gain new experiences, we also begin to learn what behaviors from the people around us that we tolerate and those we don't. When we enter new relationships, as we create healthy lines of communication, we express our expectations. Essentially, we set boundaries. However, What happens when the other person doesn't respect these boundaries? When your limits are being questioned or pushed, 
it can lead you to spiral down a variety of explanations in your head. This can manifest in people questioning themselves, maybe I wasn't clear enough, making excuses or giving rationalizations, maybe they were having a bad day, or internalizing the shortcomings of the other person. Maybe I was asking for too much. All of these options could be true for the other person. We can always account for other visible or invisible factors at the time. It's also so incredibly important to understand that other people may have their own boundaries and limitations on what they can offer us. However, you always have the choice to decide if the situation is something you can or cannot accept in that moment. Boundaries help keep you in check. When you set a boundary in a relationship, you're not just setting it for another person. The boundary is really a limit around you. Setting your personal limits will both protect you and hold you accountable. Boundaries are meant to help keep you responsible for your behavior. But when you set them, you hope that others will respect that. For example, if you have an emotional trauma that is triggering to discuss, you may ask your loved ones to refrain from bringing up sensitive topics. If you've struggled with addiction, you may inform your new partner that you don't want to drink, smoke, or use narcotics and ask that they respect those limitations. We all have free choices to make, even within oppressive systems. So, we hope that others will respect our limits, but we can't compel them to. If they don't, then it's important to follow through and show consequences as a result. Boundaries within reason are a great way to set standards in your relationships and keep yourself accountable for your behaviors too. So, how do you set boundaries? When you want to set boundaries in your relationships, you need to consider a few different things based on your experiences. First, think about your core values and beliefs. Leaning into what truly matters to you as a person will give you end-all, be-all motivators that will guide you along the way. Next, consider past issues that have cropped up in other situations or relationships. What behaviors in both romantic relationships and friendships raised red flags? And make sure you check back on your past behaviors, asking how you could have behaved better in these relationships. Remember, boundaries are not only about other people's behavior but they're about keeping your behaviors in check too. When you're setting your boundaries with others, keep in mind that you are also asking them to hold you accountable for your actions. Sometimes boundaries are more complicated than a list of do's and don'ts, however. Good boundaries are firm but flexible. It may seem counterintuitive to have flexible limits, but the flexible part comes into play with time in individual situations or with certain people. Perhaps you don't like talking about your love life with your family. This can be a great example of a firm but flexible boundary. So, how would it be flexible? Let's dive into an example situation. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Setting Boundaries Versus Giving an Ultimatum by Sarah Stanisai of prospecttherapy.com. All right, and thank you to Sarah for a great start to this article. Boundaries are absolutely critical in all the relationships we have. So the more we can be clear of what they are, the better. And part of fully understanding them means knowing how they compare to giving ultimatums, which is something that Sarah goes on to explore in part two. And you'll be hearing that tomorrow. So I'll keep this outro nice and short and leave more commentary for after we finished all that tomorrow. But for now, think on what you've heard today and get excited for the continuation of this post in the next episode. That's where your optimal life awaits.